Welcome everyone to Circle Debate, Cage My IQ, and the rest of the DeLorean New Japan show. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. The host of Deep is one I've seen, of course, with my other host. Man, the man with the IQ that Vince McMahon never had, not even Gato, nobody else, but he is back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while because he's been on hiatus, but now he's back. Mr. IQ himself, Dan Baker, ladies and gentlemen, Cage My IQ. What is up, my brother? I am psyched. We have the New Year's. It is 2023, and what the best way to kick it off in the preview Wrestle Kingdom? Let's go! Oh man, let's fucking go, baby! That's right, bro. What is going on with Championship on the line? That is right. What is up? But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're here today, kicking off 2023 for you guys. Hope everybody had a fantastic New Year's weekend. Maybe have people, some people have a day off today, but but we're here today to give our predictions for Wrestle Kingdom. But before we get into it, ladies and gentlemen, we got two things that happened this well, one that happened 24 hours ago, and then recent reports. I know the dirt sheets, you guys don't like we don't like the dirt sheets, but we're gonna give our opinions if it does. But first, let's start off, of course, with Noah's New Year's Eve. Oh my god, can we just say? That this event was fantastic. Top to bottom, the card was great, especially for you know the GHC World Heavyweight title, Killing Noma and, and Keno. That really yeah. reminds me of Okada and Naito at their prime, like the, the first time they ever faced each other. And their feud has been great of what I've been seeing, what I've been reading. And I give them credit. Uh Mara Fuji and Kento, the return of uh, Mari Ken. Uh good to see them against you know Nagata, but um, other than the card was great, but this was the main event that we've all been waiting for. Man, the fantastic entrance that Nakamura had, of course. And old school, it brings up when uh, he reunited with what's his name, Lee Edwards Jr., I believe his name is, who did it in uh, NXT and uh, early days of SmackDown. Loved every minute of it. I loved the white cloak that he wore, I just loved everything about the entrance uh, coming oh. back. Oh yeah, it was it was great. I loved it. I just the whole and then the white robe and then just seeing, you know, the crowd going oh when he took off his robe the the you know the black and red tights that he had, yeah. uh, and oh man, this match was great. I really enjoyed it. I didn't expect. I expected Muda to win this match, man. But then no. Nakamura with the win. I love the whole fact with Nakamura. Nakamura countered the mist because he, he got missed twice. He yes. Was Three times, but then he grabbed Buddha's breath and missed it back out of him and then hit the Kinshasa, and that was it. And were you surprised, baby? Break it down for us, brother. I was surprised because when you saw him pull him closer, you're like, what is he doing? And it's like this whole like five second thing. And then you notice that, oh shit, like he's like kissing him or something like that. And then I had to like next level thinking, I'm like, is he trying to take the mist away from him? And all of a sudden you see him push him off and then you got that pause for a second, and then boom, you see Muda go to run at him, and then he sprayed him with the green mist. And then everybody's like, oh, my God. And then he hit him with the Kinshasa, which, which is a nice after effect of hitting him with the mist. And then he fell down on him, one, two, three. It was just everybody was in shock. I was in shock, too. Did not expect that. I, I don't know if you missed the – the aftermath press the post conference. I didn't, I didn't see much of it. I oh, I know I saw Muda just saying, you know, thank you to Nakamura, and that was it. But I didn't see Nakamura as one, 
But yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. For people who hasn't seen it, go back and look at this match because this was uh, – it opens the doors. And I'm hoping that yeah. WWE could consider doing these type of more matches more often. And it's funny because they mentioned – the English commentary that the last time they allowed us was when Kenta, when it was Sting Marafuji's like anniversary. Yeah. Uh, that's when Kenta, I think it was Kenta Marafuji, I believe, was one on one, right? I think for that 20 year anniversary, something like that. Yeah. And th there's a lot of things flowing around there because of the fact that to make this happen, they had to kind of talk to AW and Tony Khan because he's going to be working his last, last match with Sting and Darby Allen in a couple of weeks. So this is kind of a thing where Noah's working with AEW and now WWE. And apparently Tony Khan was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, this is a thing on Great Muda. It's not on the promotions. So it was greenlit from that. And then, of course, Triple H greenlit it with Nakamura right away. That'd be cool if, it, if they worked with them in the future. But it was oh, a yeah. great. It's a great thing, and it's kind of uh, ironic that it happened with the Kenta on the show as well, uh, being as he worked in both WWE and New Japan, and he's oh, yeah. like a spell on AEW. So it's kind of funny that he was on the show as well. Like we kind of overlooked the fact that he was there too. That's right. That's very, very right. Very true. So I'm excited, man. I, I'm looking forward for the future from Noah. I'm really happy they had a tremendous year, 2022, yeah. and hopefully 2023 they could do something big. And you know, besides what you know, Muda's final farewell, but seeing the future for them, and you know, especially with Kiyo, me being the the right out of the face of Noah yeah. being a world champion, and so we have to wait to see. I think. I'm curious to see what's going to happen after when Muda's done. I know Muda's still in charge of the booking somehow, so I yeah. know that he's still going to be around back behind the scenes, so he's not going to be in front of the camera. So I'm, I'm excited. It could just be a thing like Jushin Thunder Liger where he retired, but then he still does commentary and whatnot. Yeah. I wouldn't mind this either. I mean, yeah. Muda's great, man. Muda's great. I'm happy for him. All right. Now we're going to get into the news that we heard, A, eh? And that is, of course, Naomi. Possibly showing up to Wrestle Kingdom along with Sasha Banks, which we already saw earlier. 24 hours ago, yeah. I think she, they put a trademark Monet Banks. I don't know if she's going to use that. But I don't she, know has, use. she has five uh, like things that she put in for trademarks. So it was like uh, Monet Talks. Uh, you got the Monet Statement uh, or Banks Statement, something, something along that mind. You got Mercedes Monet, and there's two other ones that she she's put put out there, of course. And she should be, be there, of course. There's been talks. Uh, we haven't seen her. They haven't uh, like taken pictures of her showing up. But apparently, uh, Sasha Banks showed up last week, and because she's still contracted to WWE, I don't think they could do any of that stuff to her. So uh, now would be the time they could do it. But just like you said, today they put out a thing that Naomi is going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom, not as a guest, but she was just on her own accord. Uh, so who knows if she's just there to uh, assist uh, Sasha Banks like as like a friend or she's there for another reason. And she's going to be doing the same route as well because they both left at the same time. 
Are they both doing the same thing? But there hasn't been talks about that. Maybe she's there to uh, uh, showcase herself in the backstage somehow. We don't know. But the, because there hasn't been any talks of her contract, if, if she's still under contract or like Sasha, if it went up at January 1st as well. We don't know any of that, but I'm just going to go right now and say maybe she's just there to support Sasha at the moment because until I hear anything else, that's what I think she's there for. Agreed. I'm with you on that too. I feel the same. I feel like she's going to just be there to support her, maybe having a vacation for her because, yeah, like we don't even – we haven't heard anything from her as if she's yeah. released. Nothing at all whatsoever. I mean, if she's there, I, I'll be shocked to put the cam on her. I mean, because yeah. we haven't seen Naomi at all on, on any, like, maybe like in a basketball game, fine, you know, but. There or like rest- when there or when they both did the New York City where they did oh. the fashion week. That's the last time she was on camera. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yep. So, I mean, we'll, we'll wait and see. I'm looking forward, man, which we're going to get into it now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is time for the predictions. Oh, Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, my God. Is this going to be... Oh, I can tell you that this... Look at this, man. You have uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 matches that are happening. Oh, man. This is really, this really... Is such good shit. This good <laughs> shit. I tell you that. Yes, this, this event is going to be... Wonderful! And it is going to be wonderful. So we're going to get into it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to break it down. But we're excluding the exhibition match, which is uh, basically to break it down for you guys, which is um, me take away this banner very briefly. If you see in the bottom, uh, is Bolton Oleg versus um, Ryohe o- o- Iowa, I-, I believe. I'm not pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> Oiwa. Oiwa. There you go. Oiwa. So if you want to break the break it down to everyone, who is Bolton Oleg? What is he all about? He's a guy from Kazakhstan with the, with the freestyle wrestling background. He has a little bit of Sambo as well. Uh, he came in, joined a team, uh, New Japan. I believe it was, uh, what was it called before that? Uh, I'm trying to think of the name before that. Something brand. It was it was it was a Japanese name, but they changed it to Team New Japan. He's done the the amateur scene for the past couple of years. Uh, of course, Yuji Nagata is a big advocate of him. He thinks that he could go out there and turn pro right away and not have to do the young line stage uh, because of where he's at. And of course, Oleg looks at his idols as being The Rock and Brock Lesnar, with the Lesnar having the wrestling background as well. Uh, it remains to be seen how he does here. This would be a good test for him. He's a big-bodied guy. I'm, I'm wondering how he fares in this, how he does. If he actually goes to the young line stage of a New Japan wrestler, or if he gets to just skip that and wrestle with everybody to start out with it. That's something that I'm questioning now to see after this, uh, see what happens after Wrestle Kingdom. But that's really all that I have on him, really, per se. Like, he did very well on the amateur scene. He has a background. 
you can find a lot of his stuff on Google. Just Google his name. And there's a lot of videos of him doing the amateur freestyle scene. Mm-hmm. And it'll be cool to see how he does. But, you know, the last wrestler to go this route was Yuji Nagata. So, yeah, on Team New Japan. So, if he's anything like his advocate, he should have a great career. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, Bowling Oleg guy. So, I'm looking forward. All right. Let's get into the cards. I mixed it up here because I don't want to. I don't know if it's in order. Maybe it is in order, but I'm still going to mix it up regardless. Yeah. So let's get into, of course, we're going to get into the AOPW. And, of course, they introduced a championship belt. As you can see right on top yes. of us, that is the new belt for the KOPW title. So the trophy here in the middle of us is no longer going to be there. It's obsolete, deleted. <laughs> and now they have this. Give us your thought on the Self and who do you think is going to be the, the the last four heading to New Year's Dash for this prestigious belt coming up? Well, they they finally listened to Shingo Takagi, of course. When that that to me that was a six star match, him and Taichi on the nineteenth of December. Uh, they had a match at uh, was it Tamataichi or yeah Tamataichi? They had a six star match for the KOPW. He voiced his displeasure of it not having a belt he wanted a belt he said that at the time he was not going to be on wrestle kingdom unless they made a trophy into a belt which they just did but we still don't know if he's going to be on it i'm going to assume that he will but i love the fact that he wants the importance of this because of course we go a year Last year, he was in the main event. This year, he's not even on the card. And with a, a wrestler of that importance in Shingo, he needs to be on the card every year. But for me, I'm going to say with this match that the four people are going to be Shingo, of course, Toriyanu. I'm going to go with... I'm always going to say Chase Owens because of the last two years he's coming first. So I'm going to go with the same with the same streak. And then maybe somebody that isn't uh, – that we're not thinking of. Oh, my God. I don't know who else I really think that could go after I'm going to go with uh, – what's his name from the Stronghearts? Uh, Sima. I'm going to go with Sima. Oh, Sima? Okay, you're going to go with yeah. Sima. Okay. So that it could be – I know Shingo's going to be in there for sure. Toriano, yeah. yes. Um, maybe, you know, I'll choose Chase Owens because they need a Chase yeah. Owens to be on that. Yeah. And I hope they include him. Why not? Aaron Hernari. I'll choose Aaron Hernari. Ooh. I, I like that. I, I want to see Aaron Hernari involved in this. I want to see more of him in 2023 in a championship match style. Like, of course... He won a lot of matches last year for in like the multi-man matches, uh, getting the pin or submission for the teams. I want to see more of him in one-on-one action. Yeah, I do. Me too. I, I mean, he impressed us throughout the whole 2022, yeah. especially for the you know the G1. He did a, a, a fantastic job, even in the World Tag League. You know, he did a good job, and he just. Keep on, keeps on impressing me every time, man. Like yeah. this guy could deliver. Aaron Hanari, I hope we could see him maybe in this, in this picture. You never know. I'm just yeah. 
All right. Now we get into the next matchup here, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, of course, this is, of course, for a six-man matchup here, a six-man tag team matchup. Of course, this is more Antonio Noki's tribute. Because yes. you have majority of his students here. Because you have <laughs> Yuji Nagata, Sotishi Kajikojima, Toei Makame versus ah, Tatsumi Fujinami, which I'm surprised. Yeah. Noru Suzuki and Tiger Mask. I think this is the last ending. Not, I wouldn't say more for uh, Kojima. He's still in a picture with Noam. Maybe from, I don't know, from Makabe and Nagata, but and Mino I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen in the future now that we got uh, Suzuki Gun broken up. The last month, it's already done. They're all going to their separate ways. So I don't know what's next for Minoru. Is he's going to have his, you know, world tour retirement? That's yeah. what I question. I'm wondering what's going to happen after this match. But me, me, I got Fujinami, Minoru, and Tiger Mask winning. And it's, for me, shocking to see Tiger Mask teaming with Minoru. Yes. You really don't see that. That's where it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked. You normally know, they're, like, you know, right across from each other. But now you have these guys teaming up, which is like, what? This is an odd team. But I'm I'm excited. I think, and then uh, hopefully they do a great tribute for Antonio Noki. And I think this is going to be – it's gonna be fun to see, and I'm hoping to see what's gonna be announcements after that. What do you got, Bickley? I'm going with, with Fujinami, uh, Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. I think they win it. I think when you look at it on on the left side, Yuji Nagata has been wrestling less and less. Kojima has been in Noah, and Togi Makabe has done a lesser schedule. He's still there every now and then, but it's been of a lesser degree. But then you got a, a big name in Fujinami. You got Suzuki and Tiger Mask who, who have been wrestling more of a, a, a bigger, a meatier schedule. You want to keep them looking good while also having a guy of that famous in Fujinami win as well because he hasn't wrestled. And this for him, him, I think this match is just to honor Aoki. I think it would be the right thing to have them win the match. Yeah. But I hope it's a good match. I don't think it's going to be long. I think you might see everybody get their spots in just uh, so they can have their shine and then put on a decent, like, short match. Indeed. I agree. And I hope Minoru might get the pin. Or Fujinami, mm -hmm. I think, because we haven't seen Fujinami in quite some time. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I think he was there last year, though. I think he was there for the KOP Battle Royal, I think. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, he was, right? I think he was. Um, but I, either, either Fujinami or Minoru is going to get the pin. And yeah. the question is who? Probably Nagata's gonna get pinned. I say Nagata gets pinned, yeah. but uh, I mean, <laughs> it is Nagata. Oh, what's going on, Kofi? We still thirty years podcast. Man. Yes, we live kicking out twenty twenty three with a banger after banger. But yes, <laughs> speaking of banger, let's get on to this other six matchup, and that is of course you have Shota Omino, Tanahashi, Keiji Muto. We just talked about great Muda, but two different personalities. You have Keiji Muda, yes. who's also retiring, and you have the Muda retiring. So there's two different people. I mean, personalities, excuse me. Same people, different personalities. So this is this course, is the original one, and then the one that was in Delva was the one that took over the mantle after him. That is right. And of course, we have LIJ, Los Ingobernables de Japón, as they will be teaming up again. Of course, Tetsuya Naito, Bushi, and Sanada. Who do you got on this one, Bakley? 
this one's nice. Uh, of course, uh, shout out to Bot Shots. I was on their show uh, a few days ago to do Wrestle Kingdom preview, and I said on there that I think that Shota, Tanahashi, and Muto get the win, and I think you're going to see dissension in LIJ. And like me and you have been saying this all along, Sonata and Taichi. I, I need that tag team. And now that Taichi's not uh, attached to Suzuki Goon, we've been getting the teasers for the past month between the two of them, month or two. Could it happen? Uh, you had Yoshihashi put out the statement that, hey, I thought that he did better with Taichi than he did with uh, Naito. And Yoshihashi thinks that Naito's hindering Sonata's career as a tag team. So maybe you see like a dissension where it causes LIJ to lose. And either Sonata makes that movement to leave LIJ or maybe Taichi joins LIJ. I don't know. Like this is going to be something. But I think uh, Mudo gets the pin on Bushi in this match. But you're going to see... A lot of great moments. I'm excited to see Shota Umino on the card. Everybody everybody doesn't know that this is Red Shoe's son. He, he was basically John Moxley's young line. Basically, great moments a few years ago in the G1 Climax uh, on the post-match uh, uh, media with them too. And he's coming to his own on excursion in Rev Pro. He's done a little spell in AEW. Now he's finally back, and he can finally showcase himself with the character of, like, the Japanese Moxley, basically. I think he's going to have a great show in here. Uh, Tanahashi, we knew that he was coming down from the main event scene. This is a perfect way to do so. You got Keiji Muto, his last match. I want to see some of the good movements of his. And then LIJ, they've been a constant in Wrestle Kingdom. But I think that this is the time to where they need to do something with Sonata, like I said. And like everybody has something going on but him. And he's such a great character. And it's, it's crazy to say that a couple years ago, he was in the finals of the G1 Climax, put on a banger, then went to Wrestle Kingdom, had a banger with Evil, and now he's resorted to these types of things where he's not doing much. He wins the U.S. title, breaks his orbital bone, has to release it, doesn't win in his a rematch. It gets turned into a triple threat, and then has sporadic uh, like showings afterwards. So I want something new from him, and I, that's why I'm picking against LIJ. Mm, indeed. Shout-out to Bot Spots and Chair Sots. What's going on, brother? Appreciate you for tuning in. Um, I'm with man. Every word you said is some point. I mean, yeah, especially more of a sonata. I think as this should be his year, I think something different. Maybe this could be the end of I want to say LA, the end of the like Jay. They just bring they just brought in Titan. Yeah. So I see, I feel that Sonata is going to be the one who's leaving. And I think the way how you put it, I would not be. Oh, this is. <laughs> Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm holding myself. I want Tai Chi to show up and just tell Sonata, man, fuck these guys, man. Just come with me. Let's start our own faction. And Sonata walks out on LIJ during the match and just goes with Tai Chi towards like the ring entrance, like and just stand there with him. And like, you know what? Let's go. 
Oh my god! Well, just, just think they had the same, uh, the the same uh, guy that trained them. And who's the wrestling right there? The guy who exactly Keiji Muto. So it's like, oh my god! Or even what about even Keiji Muto? Because literally have Taichi come out, you know, come out with them. Maybe yeah. the aftermath, and then you can see Muto be like, you know what? This this is my team. Muto managing please Sonata. Yes. And, oh my god! Oh, Jesus! You gotta give it what us. You gotta give it to us. <laughs> I swear that would be sick if we see that. If we mm-hmm. see Muto after his retirement, he can still be involved somehow, managing role. Like we see Gato, uh, you know, he could be managing Tai Chi and Sonata, and they make his own faction. Imagine they could do that, you know, alongside getting people yeah. from Noah to be like, hey, make a four-man faction, but two of two from Noah, two from New Japan. Oh, that'd be a killer, killer. Oh. And what why do I and then random dark? Why do I feel like Shota Umino in this picture looks like a younger version of Tanahashi? He does. He does. <laughs> he does. He does like a younger version. You know, it, and Shoto Omino could fit very well with L.I.J. too because of his yes. character. He could fit very, very well to join that allegiance. I wouldn't mind a swap. And something tells me too that I don't know if you noticed Tanahashi's, you know, as of recent date, how he's been acting. He looks like he's going heel, man, because that the one really, the one match that really got me, okay, this guy literally hit a woman. Was when it was the the startup show, the Legion Fan startup show. Yeah. Like, I, I, and you could tell by his haircut and his personality, he's becoming more like, he's reminding me of crazy. Uh, yeah. Like, kind of like, yeah, crazy. He kind of reminds me of Liger, but he, you know, how he becomes Kishin, you know, Kishin Thunder Liger, uh, Kishin Liger. So maybe we could, uh, maybe this is a new era that we see Tanahashi going heel. I mean, we, we don't know. Uh, and, yeah. A lot of things need to happen for 2023 in New Japan, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. To the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships, Leo Rush and Yo versus United Empire, TJP and Francesca Akira, as they'll be defending their titles. And man, catch catch two two. Yes, catch two two. I wanted to give a shout out to Rush. And yo, because they did a, they did an amazing job in the junior world tag league. Oh yeah, they were on a losing streak if you notice in the beginning, and then I don't know how the hell they just came back up and won the whole thing. I, it, you know, I really wanted Austin, you know, Ace Austin and Chris Bay to win it. This would have, oh, I wish they could have got it. Oh, so close. It was a great match though, but I wish they would have been involved, but unfortunately they're not. So now we have it makes it makes you think if there's a bigger picture for them in impact, since that's where they're signed in, and maybe the good show in uh, impact saw him and was like, Okay, we got stuff for you to work with because they're they kind of I wouldn't say they have a depleted tag team division there, but they definitely need tag teams in impact. So it's like what would he have done had they won that and then challenged Akira and TJP? But I want to give them a applaud because they put on a great show as well. And yes. that match, that match in the finals was just great. I, I enjoyed the whole thing between all four guys. And then, of course, it's like 
I looked at Leo. I'm like, okay, why why did they pair him with Yo? It's because they're trying to replace Show and how yeah. he was with uh, Yo, who's more of like a slower paced, methodical, quiet guy, and Leo is loud, fast, electric, just like Show is, and it, it just worked. The personalities just worked in this, and with a match like this, it's like okay, I can get with this and. I want to mention the fact that a couple, on the 22nd, 23rd, Akira came out and attacked Yo after two matches. And we've seen more of the personality and the aggressiveness of Akira than trying to showcase him. So with that, it makes me feel like they, they want to have a catch 2-2 win. And of course, it's all about building United Empire, I feel like. The last two years, they've had every member lose in Western Kingdom. It's like they have a dominant year, but lose on the big show. And I feel like it's going to change this year. A fun fact here that every, that United Empire is made of, made up of wrestlers in seven different countries. That's seven, right. which is crazy. And because they technically list TJP from the Philippines and not the United States. Good. Good. Which is, which is nice. Uh, and I think they get it done. They got a lot more as a tag team in the future, whereas I think this is just like a put-together tag team in Russia. Yeah, we might see it a little bit more in the future, but I think I think Catch 2-2 wins this. Yeah. I've um, uh, This this got to be United Empire Zero. I mean, we saw it the last one when it was the finals of the World Tag League. A lot of the majority of them won their matches, like you know, in the card. Um, even Except in the, the shocker, but we're, we're talking yeah. about that later. <laughs> oh my, oh my god! But even in the Stardom show too, I think uh, was it the Stardom show? I'm sure I remember what show. there was another show that they won most of their matches too. Yeah. But I feel I'm with you. United Empire. This should be their year. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Rush Yo's team. But I've, but I think they're gonna put a banger match, and I think. Yeah. But TJP and Akira, like you even mentioned, Akira been aggressive, and you know even him telling Yo, like he's gonna turn your back on you. you. Better watch out. Like trying to get into Yo's mind, like hey, you gotta watch out for Leo Rush because he's gonna turn his back on you. Yeah. And you can't trust him. Like, and then you see Yo questioning himself, looking at Leo, like man, I'll never turn your back on you. Like, and I like that. BC, that's the type of you know aggression like you mentioned of. Kira to you know to give, and I feel like he's gonna give that, and I hope he gets the pin. And if he gets yes. the pin, that'll be the highlight for him in his career on being mm-hmm. in a big stage of the Tokyo Dome. So I'm with you too. I, I got I got them winning everything, and maybe we could see them down the line versus Chris Bay and Ace Austin. I'm hoping we see a Bullet Club and United Empire soon, a feud coming soon. You know, run, crossing. Their I got a, I got a lot on that later. So, <laughs> all right, I'm excited. All right, and then of course, we do have the finals of the New Japan World Television Championship match. Of course, we have Ren Narita, who I chose my rookie of the year, um, from last week awards. He's my yes. rookie of the year because he deserves it. He's been a phenomenal and very no pun intended AJ Styles, but phenomenal athlete who's been impressing me throughout this whole tournament of the television title. And, man, beating such, such big names. And, oh, yes. And, of course, Zach Zombie, he's never disappoints. 
Yeah. But man, basically, who will be crowned the first ever Sneak Japan World Television Champion? Red Narita or Sag Somber Jr. Well, first off, let me pat myself on the back for getting the finals right. <laughs> yes, you did. You, Mr. Prediction got it right, man. You always every New Japan show that we do, Bakley's on point. He has got it yeah. everything correct. And like first off, I'm just gonna say I think Ren Narita wins this. I think he is gonna win the TV title. I think with Zap Sabre Jr., he's not with Suzuki Goon anymore. There's gonna be a little bit of a a journey to see where he goes. It, maybe he's focused on the main event scene now. Maybe it's Zack Sabre Jr. time now. It's time for him to, show, uh, to shine. But I think in this role, it's going to be to be that big name to put over Renarita because of their styles. I like the styles. You got the son of strong style. You got Zack Sabre Jr. more the technical submission style it's going to make for a great 15 minutes because that's how long the match is going to be mm. i love the concept i said on botch spots and chair shots we love the the this this 15 minute time limit we love how it makes the match go every match in the tournament has been fire and you gotta kind of have to speed up your uh, the way you think and the way you do the moves and put on a match, and it makes for something great. And I think Ren Narita gets it done with the with the roll up or pull up, because that's how it seems like Zack Saber Jr. gets beat is by schoolboys or roll ups out of nowhere. And Ren Narita becomes a big name after this. He's the TV champion. He, he doesn't mind going on strong on New Japan or anything else. Whereas I feel like. Zack Sabre Jr. wants to focus on New Japan shows and Rev Pro. So that's why I'm going with Narita. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Narita wins it. I hope we don't see a coin toss in this because it'll be yeah. the first time it does happen. But I don't see it happening. But I see Narita, of course, winning by the last minute, either like how you mentioned a roll up or his, you know, or his finisher, of course, any pin to be it. And then we see, of course, Shibata comes out and introduces him to, you know, gives him the belt, raises his hand. You know, yeah, you've grown up, you graduated. Now you're, you know, this is your first ever, you know, title in your career in New Japan. I think it'll be an emotional moment for Brita. I hope it is. And I hope Shibata be the one introducing him the belt and put him over. Like, you've grown, you graduated. Now you, you know, graduated. And to think that last year was the exhibition between. Zack Sabre Jr. and Shibata, and now he's wrestling his pupil. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope, I wish nothing for, for the best for Narita. I'm excited. And, yeah, like how you mentioned him going to strong and taking, he could do that. He could literally yeah. take, the, you know, take it, take the TV title, go to strong here in the States and back in Japan. Shit, he can even take it to Noah if he wants to. I mean, he can yeah. defend it out there. I mean, with the relationship that they have right now, I mean, they could do that. And and I'm I'm excited to see what Narita's career is going to be 2023. And I'm hoping that he he's already putting bang over matches. I know we're going to see more. So oh, I'm excited for Narita. This is going to be good. All right. On to the never open weight championship matchup. Tama Tonga versus Carl Anderson. Again, vaguely predicted this. That it was going to happen on Wrestle Kingdom. 
It wasn't going to be, of course, uh, uh, Tongaloa. With, uh, not Tongaloa. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Hikaleo, excuse me, yes. Him winning the belt. I was shocked, too, that they extended the partnership and allowing Carl Anderson to finish at Wrestle Kingdom. And, I mean, for me, I mean, I, I, we already know. I'm going with Tama. You needed to give Tama something. And you said it at the, you said at the time when we predicted the when we put the power collision show that uh that it, what are you gonna do after with Tom? You gotta yeah. give him a belt somehow. And this was and we either decided the US or the number open, and I guess it was you predicted the number open one now. So it's kinda it's kinda full circle here with uh, him losing the belt to Anderson after winning it uh the month before from evil. And then he won he lost it to Anderson, then he had a great showing in the G1, lost in a banger match to Jay White, and then kind of went off TV a little bit because they had like the tag league and whatnot, came back. And then you're wondering, like, okay, he comes back and now he's doing these two-on-two matches where he's partnering with the with the with the not where he's partnering with the Kata. Uh, going up against uh, Jay White and whatnot, and I'm like, he has to be going for that belt. Yeah, like he's not going for the work title, of course, but he has to be going for a belt if to position him in a certain way. And of course, Hikaleo loses. I thought that was a bad match. I, I think Anderson came in and for whatever reason, uh, just put on a bad match uh, coming in there. I thought Hikaleo did as best as he could in that match. So I'm hoping Carl Anderson comes into this match a lot better. But I like how the partnership laid out this way to end at Wrestle Kingdom. I think we thought that it would uh, uh, to begin with, but the way they did it was kind of weird. And we thought, oh, they're going to do a title here a couple weeks beforehand. Okay, now they're doing it here uh, again by that Wrestle Kingdom. But these guys have good uh, rapport. They they put on good matches together. They have the same finisher, which it makes it even better. And I think Anderson hit him with the uh, with the gun stun right after they had that confrontation. Made me think, okay, they make him look good there, so that when they get to the match, Tamataga is going to get put over because now he sees what Anderson doing it, and he's going to find a way to counter it and do his own uh, oh, to get yeah. the victory. You have Carl Anderson finish up with New Japan. He's with WWE now. And you start the Tamatanga era for the Never Openweight Championship because we have no idea when Tangaloa comes back. And I've loved this uh, singles run by uh, Tamatanga. He's done a great job. And he's become a, a big star on the mid-card scene. The fans love him, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, yeah, Tomatongo's going to take this. He's going to hopefully put that number open weight like how the Intercontinental was back in the days and make it really relevant. And that's what we're looking for because we really haven't seen the much relevancy of this title since even, I mean, since Carl Anderson won it. I'll be yeah. honest, I think the one who really made it more relevant to see this belt was Shingo and Minoru, for me, in my opinion. I think they made it really, like, up prestige. Like, Minoru did defend it at every every event when he was in the role open with Tide. Even when it was the same with Shingo, when he won it, when he had it, he defended it. 
And I'm hoping we get to see the same that Tamatonga does for that belt. Yeah. I, I they should make a new belt for that. I think they should make it better design, my opinion. I mean, I don't know if you like the same belt, but I think we should make it a little bit more better. Yeah. And just um make it like your IC belt. I mean, I, I would make it more like an IC belt. I hope they do it. I'm looking forward to see what's they gotta do with Tamatonga. I'm still or, thinking, or, how we gonna or say? you could or you could turn it into the IC title, you know. Mm-hmm. That is true. You could do that. You could turn it to the IC belt. I yeah. wouldn't even mind that they do that. Uh, like I was saying, I feel that his brother turned heel on him. I still feel, I said that last year. I still feel that I think after Tonga Loa gets better, he's going to turn his back on his brother. You chose equal over me. And he could do that. And we could start the feud there between them, them three. And they're like, oh shit, they're fighting for this title. I mean, because you really want him separating away from the Bullet Club, I think that feud is over. I think more you yeah. should focus on, you know, Tamatanga to either be a lone wolf, defend the belt, you know, defend it with, you know, with, with class. Yeah. Or start, a, or start a feud with maybe with LIJ, with Naito, or maybe with uh, United Empire, get involved in that. I hope they do something. They need to do something with, you know, the Gorillas of Destiny. And it's either turn one of them heel or if they're a three man group. Um, it is it, when they when they all come out, they come out to represent girls of destiny. So, and now Hikaleo is dressing up as them as a girl of destiny instead of dressing up at what he used to. He's dressing yeah. up, uh, and then he comes out with uh, Jado now, which is cool. Yeah, see, Ozzy does Jado. I forgot about Jado too. So yeah. that's what I'm just trying to see. I'm more looking forward to what they're gonna do after, because that's because yeah. I want to see what direction they're gonna go with it. Um, and I'm happy at least he's in the title, in the title picture at yeah. least, and in the card overall. But I just, I'm still curious of what are they gonna do with Tamatanga? Because if you're really fading him out of the picture from the belt, I mean, you, you give him this belt now, make him highlight that belt. But question: Who? With who? Against who? That's yeah. going to be the question that I'm looking for. You know, that we all question. But we'll see. All right. Then, oh, we move on to this matchup that I'm excited for because this is going to be a banger, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. We have the IWGP World Tag Team Championships. Yeah, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto, who's a two-time World Tag League winners back-to-back, shocked the world, Bakley and I, and De Niro. Didn't, didn't expect, didn't expect did, this one. No, did not expect it. I thought it was going to be Aussie Open winning it because they made it the finals. They were going to go ahead and challenge FTR because they'll be calling them since the beginning you, with the World Tag League. <laughs> well, just, uh, just in the beginning when FTR retained it and – of course, Ozzy Open confronted them and was like, toast to you guys winning, but we're going to win the, the World Tag League and challenge you guys. And then they splashed, the, uh, of course, the stuff in their face. And we're like, okay, this is going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. Nope. Uh, <laughs> what happened was the Bishamon, and may I say the Bishamon theme is great. I like how they have a tag team theme so- uh, video and song now instead of just going – uh, Yoshihashi comes out and then he comes out. They come out the once one theme now, which is great. It only took them two and a half years to get that, but but they finally got it. But damn, like they had a banger, like six star match. 
with the eyes open. Like yes. these four put on a classic at the finals of the World Tag League and the continued progression of Yoshihashi it does mean every time. He just tops himself each time. Like he's a guy that started out, we were like, okay, he's just like a jobber. Now he's like a, a mainstay. And I think I think that New Japan wanted that New Japan flavor in that in this match because of course FTR is coming in into this match from United States champions. So more than likely gonna uh, drop the title like they're doing. They, they already dropped the Ring of Honor. Then last week they dropped the the uh, AAA tag t- titles, and this is gonna finish off them dropping all three titles. I think with with the mindset of okay, they're going on a losing streak, and now they're gonna focus on and use that as a focus for AEW, where they finally win the the AEW tag titles back. I think that's. That's what they're doing. It's a great thing. A lot of people think they're going to leave this and that. I don't think they're going to leave. I think it's just the creative way to put focus on them back in uh, AEW since they've been uh, out of focus doing Ring of Honor, New Japan, and Triple A. They've done a great job. This has been the year of FTR. And Bishamon has had a great year as well. And they've kind of come at into their own as a tag team instead of being Hashi and Goto uh, the two halves and then Goto being the guy to lean on they've kind of become 50-50 where Yoshihashi has picked up his slack and has become a, a lot of the the focus of the team because he's able to finish matches he's able to uh, Yoshihashi up like Hulk up and to <laughs> and put on banger after banger of matches oh. singles wise, and I'm going with Bishamon in this match. I think they, I get the, I think they get this done, become a multiple time tag team, and I think it leads to a, something with Ozzy Open, or we could see Ozzy Open go to AEW. That's something we haven't thought about because we've mm-hmm. thought about why have why don't we see. Ozzy open in this match. I think I think it was kind of too soon. They kind of brought them in right away, and to pick up the scraps of uh, Jeff Cobb and uh, of course Great O'Connor losing to then go, go to that. I don't think they wanted to do that. Uh, United Empire, United Empire with the FTR back to back. I think they're going to save it for another time. And with how young Ozzy open is, it could be next year. And then they could be in this match. But I think it was the right move to have Bisham on. They threw a curveball at us, shocked us, but it was a good move. It was. It, it was a good move. I mean, don't get me wrong. Seeing uh, Ozzy Open and, you know, Goro and Hashi, they put on a hell of a performance in the finals. Hell of a banger matchup. I mean, they had to play it safe this way because you don't want to have two Gaijins yeah. for your tag team titles. Because I mean, technically, I mean, even though Aussie's part of New Japan, but they're Gaijins because it's like you know you you need someone from of course from your actual main roster to win this. Yeah. And I think honestly, I couldn't. It could have gone either way. I would. I'm not mad about the you know who will face FTR. I'm. It shocked me though, but I feel that this. Match because you you mentioned it. You said Yoshihashi and Gota, even in singles, has always been put a banger matches. Imagine this is gonna be oh, 
I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. It's gonna be a banger of matchup. I'll tell you that right now. This is gonna be Choppa Mania. I'll tell yeah. you that because you're gonna see chops from each other, from Yoshi to Dex to Dex Hardwood, and you know Hardwood's gonna do the same thing. So this is. I have a feeling this could be the sleeper match of the night. Something tells yeah. me that this could be the sleeper one. Because, man, the whole card is selfish. We're not even there yet. But, man, I think this could be a sleeper. But, yes, I see Hashi and Goro being a – but this will be like the third, fourth time becoming tag team titles, right, champions? It's the third, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I believe so. Third. Okay. Yeah. And how you mentioned having Ozzy Open going after them. Or, I mean, you could have – you, I, I'm assuming they're going to have United Empire again. They're probably going to have Cobb and Great O'Connor going after them again. I, Or maybe... Who, who, see, here's the problem. It's just like there's... I mean, we saw the World Tag Tournament, right? But there isn't yeah. enough factions no. for them to challenge. That's the, that's the concern that New Japan is having right now. They haven't really built up their tag And I, I think that's, that's why maybe I know we're losing Suzuki Goon, but uh, this would be the perfect time to introduce Team Filthy That's, into, yes, the, yes. into the mix uh, more for this because you got the rest, the West Coast Wrecking Crew with them, or you can do Lawler uh, going into a tag team. They've got a crew of like seven, eight guys with two tag teams within it that they can use uh, to do this. Instead of just keeping them on strong, bring them over to Japan, get a nice new feel with into that. They, they just added body fish into the into the group, That's which right. is a nice add in. I I think we might see that. I think they see the writing on the wall that they're losing a group. We need to bring a group in uh, to add more to like the tag team scene. This and this and that like. I don't see anything else happening other than that because you need some tag teams that I feel like that's been a thing that's kind of lacking a little bit. I think that's why they brought FTR in to begin with. Like you, you have Bishamon, you got Ozzy open, you have Cobb and the new rev pro world champion, great Okan. And they have him. And it's like, who else do you really have? Like you do have uh, evil, and Takashi, you do have Ujirio and Evil, but it's like maybe there's only like four or five tag teams, and you need more. The, yeah, add, add more to it. Come on, yeah, add more. We need more matchups. Yes, uh, yes. You know. we need more matchups. We need better tag teams. You know, though you're becoming like WWE of the tag team division. When Vinny was running a Gato, so you better be careful, right? You need to get. And- <laughs> At one point, before we move on, how we how do we have the never open weight tied titles and they're not even being defended on the show? Uh, with oh, Evil. that's right. Yeah, the, they haven't even put that. The never open six hasn't even put it up. You're no. right about that. Uh, like they were defended last mm. year and the year before, but now they're not being defended. And, and I think that the importance of the those titles have kind of gotten down since. Uh, the House of Torture has have won them. I think when, of course, uh, when Chaos had them, they were very important. They were winning it. Yoshihashi, Go, Goto, and the Stone T- Pimple defended them nine, ten times and did it often. And now you're not getting that. And I think that with more 
with another group added into New Japan, like Team Filthy. It's another uh, like uh, team to add to it. But then I also forgot a team that broke out into the War Tag League, which is TMDK. Had a great show in oh, she hates to, and, and Mickey yeah. Nichols. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, this close to making the finals, they're gonna Man. have a say in this uh, in this tag t- uh, team division, too. So, don't be surprised if they get the first or second crack at the titles afterwards. I just hope they make TMDK better, even without Jonah. Have yeah. bad Dutito run it, I don't care. I will have bad, yeah. Dutito, even though he's not up from. He's not an Aussie, you know. He's not from New Zealand or Australia. I mean, I don't care. But I love Batutito. I think Batutito could really lead that team, that faction. I mean, because you, I mean, you have Shane Hayes, Mickey Nichols. You have Batutito. You could still add. Well, they have one more guy, right? Or they have who else? Or it was only just four of them, right? It was only four. It was the. It was just the four of them because uh, Duke Hudson's in NXT. Oh, that's right. Duke Hudson's yeah. NXT. Yeah. He's an XT, but it, it's a tag team that just focuses on tag team, which is perfect. Then they need that. Oh man, yeah. I, I we'll wait and see. I'm hoping they do that, and they need to build that tag team division for yeah. sure. All right, and then we move on to the Fatal Four Way for the <sighs> IWP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Taji Shimori defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship versus Hiromo Takahashi, El Desperado, and Master Wado. Now, this is going to be a banger as well. It's going to be good shit. I swear I'm going to be... Son of a bitch. My prediction comes to fruition because I chose Master Wado. I said Wado all day, every day. 2023 is going to happen. Wado needs to have this because this could have been Kushida, but he was out of the picture, and now you have Waddle. So I, I chose Waddle, and Waddle needs to win it. I need Waddle to become the junior heavyweight champion. But this is going to be another banger matchup because you have since before all of this, you know how like the out of the mixed tag match they had, uh, even like. You know, six mans or anything, they they fucking hate each other. <laughs> they fucking hate yes. the shit out of each other. Oh my god, but it's so I love it because especially this Rado, he's a pain in the ass, but I love it. Yeah. These guys are gonna put a, a hell of a performance, but I want Waddle's my pick. I think Waddle's a bit underrated. He's gonna win it. I think he's gonna pin. I hope he pin he he already pinned Desperado. And Ishimori, he needs to win it. And I think he should pin Ishimori. And he should become the new junior heavyweight champion. I think the crowd will go crazy. Because remember, the crowd is now allowed to be cheered. So, yeah, I'm excited. Well, first point off, uh, I think Ishimori has teased that he's going to move to heavyweight now. Just like his buddy, El Fantasmo. Because he made the point that he wants to have the junior uh, heavyweight championship going to the, of course, the G1 Climax to win it, kind of like what El Fantasmo said. And so I have a feeling that he's not going to retain it, but then he moves up to heavyweight, which is going to be cool to see him rest, have these matches with some of these heavyweights because El Fantasmo did a great job with the move up in the G1 Climax and then that feud with uh, Shingo Takagi that just had us all laughing 
for yes. three months straight. But <laughs> I, I think I think they plan this match out for a reason. Originally, it was supposed to be Ishimori Kashida, Kashida to have his moment uh, back by beating Ishimori at, at both Decoration of Power and then Wrestle Kingdom. But then he had that was it ears nose ears nose and mouth disease that he had and whatnot, and then it got worse. And then he kind of like they had to replace him, so they did it with Master Wado. He gets the victory there, and I think the reason for adding Hiromu and Desperado is to make Master Wado look good, because if you have three former champions that are all decorated in Hiromu, Desperado, and Ishimori, and he gets the victory, it makes him look so much better as a star. You create somebody there because he's able, not only would he beat one uh, person, but he beat three people because it's a fatal four-way. So yep. it's their way of masking everything and to make him look great. He gets the victory here. They see what they can do with him as a champion because they need to build somebody else because not only... Is Ishimori moving up, but Hiromu, I think, is moving up as well. So you need to replenish this junior heavy heavyweight division. So you need to build Master Water, who had a quiet, good 2022 and beating Desperado, winning the ta- junior tag titles, uh, Team 6-9, and then putting on a good show and the rest of the year and crane more of a buzz around him than he did in 2021. So I'm going with you with master Wado. Originally I was against it, but now looking at everything I'm with you with master Wado winning it. Yes. We need master Wado. I think it's going to be his year. And I think he could be the one who could carry that junior heavyweight division. Yeah. I'm with you seeing Ishimori out of the picture. I think he's been a junior heavyweight for quite some time already. He's been there for for. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing either either Hiromu and Desperado move up. I think all three of them deserves to move up, and maybe they could be title contenders against Tamatanga for yeah. never open weight, or you know. And I you still have, and you still have Robbie Eagles there in the junior right. division, where I right. feel like he should be should have been used more in 2022. He had a great 2021, and he he was a double champion, and then. All of a sudden, he he was here for like six months, which which is crazy in my opinion, with how talented of a wrestler Eagles is. But he's still there to challenge Master Wado and Desperado and two of these. So there's still people there to use. Oh, that definitely. There's a lot of people that they're yeah. to use, um, or bring you know. Or give him some time. Um, I've got TJP and Akira still there. You can use Akira whenever you drop the the tag titles off of them. Yeah, even them, they could even go separate ways and go for the you know, yeah. go for the junior heavyweight, or even go against each other. I mean, this for me, yeah. it works out either way. It just from I feel that you know, if you want to see fresh faces, different division, I think you should just move. These three individuals, Ishimori, Hiromu, and Desperado up, have them going after the never open weight. Um, man, I, I mean, I, it, there's so many, and I'm just excited to see what's going to happen and how yeah. they're going to do it. So, uh, all right. And then we move, we're almost there to the finish line. And now we're moving on to the IWGP. 
uh, women's championship matchup. Of course, we have uh, Tam Nakano versus Kyrie. She's not Kyrie Singh, just Kyrie because Kyrie Singh against WWE, of course. But yeah. we've been seeing the build up. I mean, we've been hearing rumors. Sasha Banks, of course. I mean, could be Mercedes Mo- Monet Banks or uh, Mercedes something. Whatever combination they want to, whatever combination they want to use, <laughs> whatever combination you want to use. But I like Tam. I really thought it was going to be. Um, Oh, geez, can't believe I'm forgetting her name. Um, I don't know that they fought in the uh, in the finals for, for the title when it was Kyrie versus um, who, who was it? Uh, Jesus, I can't believe her name. Um, was it was it Siori? I think Siori or Sumi or I, I believe so. Um, but other than that, I mean, then Tab Nakano coming out challenging Kyrie. Somebody tells me I'm going to see Kyrie retain. And I think this is where we're going to see Mercedes Monet make her debut, challenging Kyrie for the title the next day at New, New Year's Dash. I think we might see that happening. Uh, this is going to be in, 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 going to be awesome, man. I think this match is going to be great, too, by the way. Yeah. And I'm happy that the women are getting now recognized in New Japan. I'm not talking about stardom. Of course, they're recognized in stardom. But, but this is... New Japan, they never ever had women matches until they started to do that recently since Bushida board purchased stardom. And now they yep. started to introduce even more into the New Japan world to the audience and to the Wrestle Kingdom. So I got Kyrie retaining and I see Merce, I see Banks calling her out after that. What do you think, Bakley? No, I'm with you with everything on that. I think Curry wins. It's kind of cool that Tim Nakano is challenging her since her tag partner is the one that Curry beat. To win the title, that's right. And that's the nice, uh, uh, like, uh, cool storyline with, with within this match. And then, of course, we know that Mercedes is going to uh, pop up and be like, "Congratulations, I'm going to be one of your next uh, challengers," uh, because <laughs> we know she has a six uh, fight deal on her on a contract where I think it's like four new Japan and then two stardom or something like yes. that, something along those lines. So I think that could happen uh, there and make it even more. I like the fact that they're building up the women's side uh, for it's more so for strong because like, of course, new Japan, they're just throwing these matches in that it used to be that they were like a pre-match or like a dark match on Wrestle Kingdom, but now it's actually on the card. But they want to break the show in, in the United States. They want to put more eyes on a worldwide. And the way to do that is to have women. And they can have one match on Wrestle Kingdom and then have this belt defended every New Japan Strong event around the United States. And it gets people tuned in because it's not just men but it's women and you can gain female viewers as well as the and the men because it's an ever-grown a brand since creating strong and i think this this is a great thing to do having a women's championship and i think it's gonna benefit uh, new japan worldwide uh in the long run agreed i think it, it will definitely it open it'll open a lot of doors, and yeah, I'm hoping that we get to see a lot more women introduced into the New Japan world, and 
I'm just I'm looking forward to what, what's um, if Banks what's she gonna do and how what and then I'm just like okay, that's why I might be alive, <laughs> might be going live watch along, busting all nighter, a cup, a cup of coffee and watching and to see, and once I hear, uh, maybe the, I wonder what theme song, I wonder what she's gonna do. That's the that's where. Oh man, she's gonna come out with Snoop Dogg. Watch, I guarantee yes. she's gonna come out with Snoop Dogg theme song. Why, why, why else? Why, why anything else? Come on, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited, looking forward. All right, then we jump into one of the co-main events. Of course, this is gonna be a co-main event, and that is for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. Will Osprey defending the US Championship versus, by God. Kenny Omega, that's right. So, man, Matt Callis ain't here because, you know, he, he know he, he'll be here. I already know he'll choose Omega right away. But me, I got a feeling that Will Ospreay is going to defeat Kenny Omega. I'm calling it right now. I know I'm talking. I know everybody's going to be like, hey, minute. you're choosing Will Ospreay over Kenny Omega? What? Yes, I am. with that? Damn. <laughs> well, I mean, can, okay, I, okay, I get it. You need Kenny to build that relationship again, right? Uh, but I, I just Kenny's too busy right now with the trios division, and they need to focus more on that. You were out of the picture. And now you're back into the picture because the whole scrum situation. Now start building that trios division AW with the House of Black after the Death Triangle. Start going from there. You don't need to win the, the, the IWGP US belt. There's no need for what you well, Osprey needs to be the one to win. He's the one that you need to put over. Because you mentioned on your prior conversations, I left it for him. I let see, I let you to fill in the shoes and you couldn't fill them. And I love that story. In this great story, how it's told, you know, you have a Gaijin brother who's telling another Gaijin, I left you to be the non the face of New Japan as a Gaijin, and you couldn't do it because, you know, you couldn't fill those shoes. Now I have to come back and whoop your ass and get that US belt away from you. And, but this is where I think the table should turn. This is where Osprey should beat Kenny Omega clean, and he could be the one saying, I can fill your shoes. I mean, that's just me, man. But, I mean, I think this is a, I think this is an easy choice for me. I I'm going with Will Osprey here. There's a lot of uh, like storylines broken off of this that it. That's why I'm picking him. Of course, Kenny Omega's with AEW. He I think he's doing New Japan a solid here because he loves the he loves Japan. He loves the company. He just wanted to branch off, get bigger. To go into the states because he wanted to get his recognition, and he had already done everything in the company that he could up until that point. And he's always had a good relationship with New Japan. I think it's keeping that relationship strong between the two companies. But there was there was one moment that I saw in the G1 climax that made me go well two two moments so the first moment is i saw this match coming when war osprey did the one wing angel to nick wayne in yes. gcw to kind of kickstart this 
You know what's going to happen sooner later with the back and forth. Then, of course, I knew this uh, this match had a purpose, and it was going to be a bridge to something. This is this match is a bridge mm. uh, for Osprey. When you see the G1 climax, we've never seen these two guys in the same ring together, uh, except for in that prelim three on three match, Osprey yes. and Jay White. Where you remember the the belt was getting held to, I think, the ref and where Osprey grabbed it as Jay White was holding it, and they had that little back little and t- forth. T- uh, t- yeah. We've never seen them in the ring together except for that point. They've kind of mm-hmm. held Osprey and Jay White away from each other for the last five years. Like I think they wrestled each other when uh, Osprey was in the junior division when he was skinny. But now he's big. Now he is a main event talent. I think that's something that they're bridging to. That could be Wrestle Kingdom main event next year. Next year, Jay White and Will Ospreay for the title where you put Will Ospreay over Jay White because he's been bigger than life the last year. He winning the title on Rev Pro, going to AEW as well, doing GCW while still doing New Japan. And I think this is just like a okay, just like you said, you got Kenny Omega questioning War Osprey, and what better way to to solve this than to have Osprey and him have a banger of a match? Osprey beat him, Kenny Omega sticking his hand out at the end as like a you've earned my respect, you've earned the the opportunity to be my successor as the next big gaijin. Uh, in New Japan, and then that's kind of like the the bridge to Osprey going after Jay White because he's been the champion, but he has been the guy. And I think this is going to be the movement to War Osprey being the guy because he he wants to be in New Japan for the rest of his career. Like he's had opportunities to uh, where he wanted to go to WWE, they didn't want to sign him, and now that WWE has kind of come knocking he's like you don't want me then that now i don't want to go to you now like now i'm a bigger name and now you want to come to me and no way i'm like i'm sticking with new japan and i think it's just all these little uh small details in in set up this batch that are just great and i think it's all the focus to build up war osprey as a superstar he's still a superstar but this is going to be like the the number one guy and I can't wait until the moment after this when we build up towards him and Jay White. Oh man, oh man, everything could that could be coming to fruition. Everything we just said. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Oh, I just want to read what Brian said. It's his quick opinion. He goes through the only problem I had to deal with tri- this triangle and the elite. I wish they were the traded wins leading up to match seven. I think we all would have wanted that, but they, you know, they want to make it like uh, NBA type yeah. of finals. You know, yeah. in my opinion. That is making the triangle looking like chokers who can't close the deal. And Amigo, yes, that's gonna be a yes, it will be. I think I think there's a little bit more towards it. I think maybe they split up death triangle because they've kind of uh, they of course uh, the Lucha brothers have been good guys, or they've been both, but they're, they're good guys, and then and then you got Pac who's been the, the bad guy, he's been kind of getting them to use the hammer to when they didn't want to. And I think at the end of the day, when they lose. They're going to blame it on Pac uh, introducing the weapons because that's been what has 
making the weapons legal that have been making them lose. And I think at the end of the day, maybe they split up. Yeah. And you can actually get the Lucha Brothers focus on the tag titles, and then Pac will focus on them. the singers run again. Oh, man. Woo! I, I think so, too, man. I think so. But, man, this is this co-main event. This is, you're right. Everything you... Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... When we get to the main event, it's where I feel... Oh, <laughs> fucking, let's just get into it. I want to get into the main event already. The main event, ladies and gentlemen, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Jay White defending it against Kachuska Okada. And please, <laughs> let this be over for Okada. No more. Can we have the first Gaijin? First Gaijin's a main event, first of all. Okay. Second, have this Gaijin to defend and retain. I love you, Okada. But, well, you well, had a... but second Gaijin, the main event. Oh, who's the first one? I forgot. Kenny. Oh, that's right. Kenny, you're yeah. right. We want him to be the first to win. We want him. Yeah, oh, there you go. The first to win. That is right. Um, but, oh, Jay White, this, man. I've been supporting you. I've been going to all the shows. I love you, Okada, but go be a father. Yeah. You can, you, as much as Kingdom has been your baby, because you main event him almost every year, and even if you want a G-Cunt almost every other year, but please, Okada, man, go be a father. Take some time yeah. off. Let JY run the show because this is where Bakley mentioned we want to see Osprey and Okada run into cross pass title versus title, possibly, or anything could happen between United Empire and the club because it's about time we see those two guys come in a feud and have them blast off 2023, which oh, be good shit. Possibly may head into Dominion. You know, besides New Year's Dash the following day, but we could see something different than the Dominion. Anything could happen. But this match is going to deliver story-wise. It's there because Jay White has always had the number on Okada, but Jay White can never go over Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. So this is something that it ben- it's for benefits for both of these guys why they need to win. And I'm choosing Jay White. I love you, Okada. But I need Jay White to win this one and be the first ever Gaijin to win in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom and retain the IWGP yeah. World Heavyweight title. That's what we need. That's why I'm not as invested in this main event as I should because we've seen it five times already. Of course, Jay White is 4-1 and one in record against Okada in New Japan. The only loss was, of course, at the Super Show in uh, MSG. That's the only loss that he's had. And they've had this storied career, but we didn't need this this year. We didn't need it. They, all, New Japan has always felt that they got to go back to the well with Okada because he's a big name. It's like you're never going to build if he's always in the match. And part of me feels like maybe it's because they don't want they don't want Gaijin versus Gaijin in the in the main event, which I hope winds up happening next year. But it's like you gotta you gotta break it, break off of it at some point because the more these guys wrestle, the less important it gets because we've already seen it. They wrestled each other at Dominion for 35 minutes. It was a great match, and I'm like, that's great. But you know, there's other guys that could have been in this match. Tama Tonga versus Jay White could have happened. They had a built-in storyline, and it would have been great. 
Osprey could have been in the match. You had the, like I said, they had the interaction. There's a lot, a lot of other names that could have been there, and he could have kind of like, just like Brian said, Okada has nothing left to prove. And I hope that Jay White wins. That's my pick here because he's 29. He's he's the face. He's done everything before the age of 30, but win the G1 in the New Japan Cup. And I'm picking him to win. I hope he wins because there's no need to have Okada to take the title back after winning it last Wrestle Kingdom. He dropped it at Dominion right. just to win it back again at Wrestle Kingdom, just like he's done the last couple of years. Like it makes no sense. The only way that it would work for Okada to win the title now is if he dropped it to Osprey at Dominion. You have Jay White win the G1 Climax for the first time, and it sets up Osprey versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom next year, where Jay White is the one with the briefcase. That's the only way it would work out to me, is if they did that, to have Okada win this one. That's the only way it would work in my eyes. But, But I hope it's still Jay White. You have Jay White win, you have Osprey win the G1 fi- Climax finally, and then you set up him versus Jay White uh, for the title, Gaijin versus Gaijin, and then you put Osprey over. It's a lot of foreshadowing into the future, but you know, you got to have your two top stars head up there. And Akaz the star, but he's going to be working on his way down. You got Osprey and White who are young still, who are hungry, who are bigger than life in not just New Japan, but in the United States around the world. You got to have them in the marquee matchups. Everything what you just said. Oh, that. 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 That was Uzi. That was very Uzi. <laughs> it was. But man, just don't. Why don't you play games with me? Don't play games with me, Bagley. No. That, that's just going to, oh, it, oh, everything you just said it makes a lot of sense. It fucking does. Like, Jay White being the first guy, you know, well, second guy, well, second guy, right? Could be the second guy to win the G1. When first, first for his career, right? Yeah. Because um, he already been a Grand Slam champion. Um, yes. He just needs maybe the G1 as his, you know, for his trophy wins and be the, you know, be the first ever guy, Grand Slam, and a G1. Oh, and then going, heading into, Jesus, man, heading into uh, next year Wrestle Kingdom and him winning and basically facing Will Ospreay, two Gaijin's main eventing. Oh, <laughs> it's exciting. Oh, man, this is exciting. Oh, I I hope all that comes to true. Yeah. If Okada wins, this is where like, what is next? If that's the case, then what you mentioned. If Okada wins, then you're really gonna give it to Will Osprey heading to Dominion. Maybe that could be the case. But then that's where you see that they come cross paths. Jay White, he still has a rematch. He could regain it, or unless he uses it at New Year's Dash the following day. Um, but remember, but New Year's Dash, nobody knows who they're facing because it's uh no card announced. Yeah. It's either per theme song that whatever theme song comes out, you have to come out of the ring and your opponent will come out with a theme song. So I'm excited for that too. But man, if Okada wins, Bakley, do you see that happening when you say, like, well, that there's going to be Will Osprey then pretty much 
that's Why that's not? what I want. That's what I want mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. What I think is going to happen, I have no idea. Because there's so many possibilities. But it's like, you look, you look at some of the guys that are usually there. Naito. I feel like Naito's on his way down. Tanahashi on his way down already. And when, he, like, Shingo. I don't know what they're doing with Shingo. Uh, that means be, he should be up there. So I would think that maybe Shingo would still be in the war title picture. So, like, I could see guys like Shingo, Will Ospreay, Jay White, all, all there. And then maybe you introduce somebody else into the war title picture, you know, that, we don't, that we're not thinking of. But it's like at the end of the day, you got Ospreay, Jay White, and Okada there. And and you gotta you gotta work it. So after this, you you gotta find a way to drop the title off of Osprey, U.S. title off of Osprey, which I don't think has to be now. Uh, no. Or and then put him into a title match with Okada, or have him win the G One. There's so many different scenarios that you can do that, but where do Japan do it? Is the question. Yeah, this is that's the question that Gate we have with Gato is like, what is he? What do he has plans for this year's booking? You know, like I feel maybe I, I don't know, man. I, I just hope it goes. It's hard because I hope it could go. Jay White still may, you know, you know him winning. It may. It, it, this is what I'm afraid of, and I was that I don't mind it, but it just said I will be shocked if Okada wins. And Omega comes out and challenging Okada. And then you're going to have their, their at Dominion. And now you're going to have them main eventing at Dominion. Yeah. Not New Year's Dash. I don't think it's going to happen at Dash because he still has to come back to the, the States, Omega. He has to go through, you know, still. But I see maybe yeah, Omega. He has match, yeah, he has match seven next Wednesday. So, yeah. So, as I'm saying, that this could be that, hey, we're going to see Omega maybe. Challenging Okada, and they're gonna have their matchup where they left off, where Okada defeated. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Kenny Omega defeated Okada at Dominion to become the IWGP World Champ. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> We're gonna get the JAS to come out, and Jericho's gonna challenge. Oh my what? god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If JAS comes out, oh, what the fuck? No. The pain maker, the pain maker. Oh my god, we might see the pain maker who I really want. Oh man, I just look, or I don't want to say his name, but this could be the case too, since you can't use him in AEW. Um, he could be on the screen and challenging the winner of this matchup, could be Mr. Clobbering Time. I think you could bring him to New Japan. Maybe because you can't use them in this in AEW, you could use them in New Japan. You still contract in AEW, you might as well just have Tony Khan send them to New Japan, work with you know the Tanahashis and uh, you know the Okadas and the yeah. Jay Whites, the Will Ospreys, and you can use CM Punk to go over there too. If you can't yeah. use them right now in the States, take advantage and put them take them to Japan. I'm just saying, I'm yeah, just, I agree with you, might as well, you know. Of course, they're the following day, ladies and gentlemen. And it's and just to let you guys know, it is for free. Yes, you see it right there. It is free. 
it is free. Let me just see. There you go. It's free English. See, there you go. Starts on January 5th, 1.30 a.m., 4.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and, of course, 9.30 for the European side. I'll be up at 4.30. He'll be up at 4.30 watching it. But, yeah. man, I am stoked for New Year's Dash. Just a, the following next day, we have that for Wrestle Kingdom. And then, oh, man, what a good tonight. Even though people thought it was going to be a tonight event, I'm glad they got rid of it. Uh, now we're seeing New Year's Dash well, coming back. Well, technically, they're going to do a second day like towards the end of January, we don't know what they're going to do yet with it, but there technically will be a second day, but it's not going to be like this. It's going to be like, there hasn't been any details on it yet. Okay. I'm looking forward to see what are the details, man. But are you excited for New Year's Dash? Are you looking forward to see Sasha Banks possibly maybe competing here what is it you excited for the next i've day? always liked the the new year's dash uh like how they ran it like it was like the day after they'd have special matches there to like get people hyped up for the new for the new year of new japan because like it's the reset it's like the day after so some shocking things would always happen of course so but to add in the stipulation that no one's gonna know what the matches are until they come out. That just adds so much intrigue. That's like, okay, I'm watching it now. What's going to happen? Because I don't know because they don't tell you. That makes it even better. So you're like, it gets you a little bit hyped to see who faces who on top of who who you think is going to win. Because you can't make any predictions until you see it. (laughs) Exactly. You're right about that. I'm excited. I'm looking forward. Oh, man. Such good shit is wrestling guys starting off the 2023 was a new japan of wrestle kingdom but yes i want to go ahead and thank everybody today for tuning in here for this fantastic predictions for uh, a new japan show here we're back and we might change the schedule because we have to work with bakley schedules so we can have them here we, we miss bakley we miss you man we, we, we need back we need I miss me back too here. so there you go. He misses himself. That's right. And he misses all Stanford the... Stooge. He misses them all. That's right. All those Stanford students. Please do not forget, of course, Bakley, let the people know where can they find you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at CageIQ. I'm on YouTube at CageMyIQ. I'm on Instagram as well and Twitch. Taking a little hiatus because, of course, got uh, got busy at a new job. And then UFC went on its month-long um, hiatus until January 18th. So I used that hiatus to just, like, rejuvenate myself, uh, relax a little bit, and get ready and enjoy all these great Wrestle Kingdom matches. So I should be back in a couple weeks on my normal schedule. So stay tuned on Twitter. I'll have everything posted to keep you guys up to date. That is right. So you heard of it. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I might go live Wednesday night going to do a watch long for New Japan Wrestle Kingdom, depending how my body will take it, because I have to be up at 10, be from 1030 at night, probably to four in the morning. I don't know yet, but just keep following us on social media. You'll find us and let us know. I will let you guys know. And hopefully maybe we'll be back next Saturday to give our recap of these two nights for New Year's Dash and Kingdom. Uh, next Saturday, at least we see. We hopefully make this available so we can yeah. do it on Saturday, and you know, have you guys and talk and talk about it and see what anything happening else in the world of New Japan or Noah or All Japan anywhere. 
so or stardom too so there you have it so don't forget ladies and gentlemen subscribe to cage my q follow make cage my q follow a circle debate follow the rest of delorean of course and of course ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna let of course Bakley say it because of course the delorean cage my q and the cod they don't just do podcasting no no what the hell do we do Bakley? we do we make history must be you do goodbye Mwah. and good night oh my God, it's so great. Bang! yes